0: All right. Well, hey, welcome back to the FastCast podcast. We are thrilled to be with you for our final episode with uh, Nicole, with Austin, with Rob. Uh, I do just want to thank you guys uh, for joining us for this and sharing your insights. As we kind of wrap things up this, this episode, we really want to kind of start talking through some, some practical takeaways, acknowledging that this is a unique time and season with the mixture of the fast and with the mixture of covid um, God is on about stuff, and like i 've said in every podcast so far that that yes, there is a, a tremendous amount of sadness that exists in the world and what 's happening right now, but we can't um, we can't forget that that God part of the way God works is He brings beauty from ashes and and there's just a uniqueness to what 's happening this hasn't happened maybe, and we don 't really know the last time a pandemic has spread like like this throughout all of humanity. And so we are experiencing something that maybe humanity has never ever experienced before. At least the widespread information of it being spread has never been done before. So that for sure is brand new. And so whether or not now you're in California or whether or not you are in Russia, both of you have gone through COVID-19 and life is different. Life is not going back to normal. At the front of this, I want, I, I, I want us to see, and what I mean by that, I'm not saying we're never going to be in relationship with each other again, or we'll never have community. No, that's not what I'm saying. But this is, this is such a significant moment that generations will actually be looking back on this moment and seeing how the world shifted once COVID-19 was here. And so we want to make sure that we don't lose sight of that. And so how, how do we take advantage of this time to and say all right my world as i've known it has been drastically altered at least to some degree and we now are given this unique opportunity to perhaps reshape and redesign our lives if you will with habits patterns rhythms and and I've, I've shared this before, and, and I just want to acknowledge that I think for most Christians in the West, we have, we have these convictions and we have these desires and we have what we want to be true or what we declare with our lips. And then we have habits and patterns in our life. And the way that God has designed us to live is for these things to be in harmony together. So these things just to support one another that that my habits and my heart convictions, those two things, actually, they like they work together. But by and large, especially in the West, what I think we've come to see is that we have these heart convictions that say things like Jesus Christ is Lord or or it's my desire to follow after Jesus with all that I have or I want to grow as a disciple of Jesus. And and those things are true declarations and we come and we gather on Sundays or we gather in our community groups and we we talk about those things. And yet there still seems to be maybe this this discontinuity between the rhythms and patterns of our life and what we've declared with our mouth and and so And really what we want to continue to do as we follow Jesus is we want our rhythms and patterns and our commitments and desires in our heart to line more and more and more and more up together so that they're in harmony together, not not creating um, dissonance. And for some of us, there's been a dissonance that's been created in our life for so long that there's actually this weird feeling of, anxiety or doubt or frustration when it comes to our life and relationship with Jesus. And when some of what's actually needed is some of us just need some help. Some of us need some tools. Some of us actually need some structure. Actually, how how do I structure a day? Some of you guys right now in the midst of COVID, we're like, uh, so I guess today the difference between the AM and the PM is going to be AM PJs to Pmpjs, and that's my change. Uh, and look, I'm not, I'm not busting anybody up here. I'm just saying you have two at...
1: different pairs of pjs. I don't. I don't oh, okay, know. cool.
0: I mean, yes. I mean, I've got like blue sweatpants and gray sweatpants.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right.
0: That's that's no. more my speed. I've got okay. checkered jams. If uh, Pmi, okay. jams, <laughs> jams. They're like they're they're like. Pants. 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 Anywho, so all that I'm saying is that, man, I, I think God is giving us this unique opportunity that maybe has never happened before, both for the church to look at and for us personally to look at. Uh, what sort of rhythms, patterns, uh, disciplines do we want to have in place that maybe more align with our declaration that Jesus Christ is Lord, Son of the living God, the risen King? And if that's true, I want to shape and pattern my life in following after him. So we use the language we want to be with Jesus. We want to become like him or be changed to be like him. And we want to begin to do the things that he does. So does, do, does our life have rhythms and patterns that make it possible for those things to take place? So I kind of want to open up the floor. I want to talk about one uh, uh, rhythm pattern uh, for me that's really important that maybe seems not so spiritual. And then I'm going to open up the floor to everybody else. And and I help learn this on the fast. And I've known this for a long time is that I've got to get electronics out of the bedroom. The last hour of your day and the first hour of your day are some of the most important times of your day. And they often set the tone for both how you're going to work and operate throughout the day and how you're going to sleep. Uh, mm-hmm. And so what you do at the end and what you do at the beginning matters. And I just have to confess to you guys, my evenings often were so jammed packed. I have FOMO, right? I have fear of missing out. And so I would jam pack my night until I was like, like passing out from either watching the office or catching up on sports or sometimes reading. If I'm honest, I don't, I don't read that much at nighttime. It's probably a holier practice and I should. Um, but I'm just jamming, jamming, jamming. And then I fall asleep when I'm dead tired. And then I would have my phone right next to my bed. And then I would, uh, open up my phone first thing in the morning and whether or not it was the alarm or one of my children being my alarm, it's the first thing that I look at. And I know it might sound small and simple. But during the fast, I, I made the conscious choice to say, okay, my phone and my iPad are not going to live in our bedroom anymore. So I got an old school analog alarm clock that annoys Keeley like crazy. Um, and uh, it stands next to my bed, and I no longer even have the option for engaging with electronics. And so the discipline that I'm, I'm, I'm trying to put into practice, which is simple, but challenging is uh, remove electronics for the bed is one. And then the second one, is engage in prayer and reading of scripture before any screen. Um, and Because what I also found was that just as I would jam-pack my my night going to bed sometimes, I also would then let my phone dictate the start of my day rather than God or rather than my relationship with Jesus. And so really simple, hard to do, but trying to fight for uh, is – Okay, no electronics, no, no phone in the bed. It's no longer my alarm clock or anything. Uh, and then in the morning, uh, fighting. So I'm going to bed thinking, singing, praying is the way I'm going to bed now instead of consuming electronics in some way, shape, or form. And then I'm also waking up before engaging in any sort of screen time. I'm, I'm, I'm actually trying to fall out of the bed on my knees and actually have a few moments of, of kneeling prayer. And then into the garage to engage with God and his word before screens. So that's one of the disciplines I'm trying to pick up and I need to fight for it. If I don't make it a rhythm and a pattern, it's not going to happen or I'll just try and squeeze it in somewhere else. Okay. Somebody else. What, what's another discipline or pattern uh, that, that you've set up that is just crucial that you found?
1: Yeah, that's really good, Kevin. I actually. Oh,
2: Austin is frozen.
0: Austin is frozen. Everybody, hang tight.
3: Must have been good what he was gonna say. I
0: know. I
2: know. i seeing if I could do anything. I can't.
3: Shall I go ahead and go maybe and share uh, while yeah, we're we'll
0: waiting well, Austin that, to that, That's a good idea, Austin. If you can hear us, you can go ahead try and maybe re-enter. Because um, yeah, you have f- frozen hard. All right, Rob, what about you?
3: Well, you kind of stole mine a little bit, Kevin, but, um, for me, the number one most fruitful discipline in my life for nurturing my relationship with the Lord has been spending time in the word, Mm -hmm. reading the Bible. Um, you know, I've, I've worked at churches for like 25 years and, um, Going to church is important for a lot of reasons, but I've always told people that that can't and hasn't been the main source of growth in my relationship with him, mm. with, with Jesus. It's been spending that personal time reading, but we'll add a layer to it that you didn't mention. What I do is I journal while I'm writing. So good. And some <laughs> days I don't write anything. And some days I write pages. I don't put any, Boundaries or expectations on myself. Hey, welcome back, Austin. Sorry about that. My
1: internet kicked out. That's well, all right. right.
3: Um, but I just, when I'm reading and studying, I'll just again write down anything that's an aha or a cool insight or a revelation or a conviction or whatever. I just, I don't filter myself at all when I'm writing in my journal. And again, I've been doing this for, I don't know, 12, 12 years or more, maybe. Um, And I'll go back and I'll read things that I've journaled out of my quiet times of spending time in the Bible reading. And it's amazing to see how God has spoken to me and how he's changed me and he's revealing things to me. So that really is probably my favorite and most fruitful uh, discipline is reading the Bible combined with journaling. And the one thing I'm feeling impelled, compelled to just reinforces that these disciplines aren't, we don't do them just because we're supposed to do them or they're good. It's all about a relationship. Amen. And so it's all about getting to know our heavenly father, getting to know Jesus more personally, because they're people. Yeah. They're real people with whom We can have real relationships, people who love us and know us. And at the end of the day, this life is about knowing him, and about helping other people to know him. It's good. That's what I, I love about Anthem's thing about helping people find their way back to God. Hmm. That's 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 real a beautiful statement. So that's really been great for me.
0: Awesome. Thanks, Rob.
1: I don't know where I got I cut I got cut out, but Right uh, at the beginning. Huh? Okay. Right at the <laughs> beginning.
0: So you get to start afresh off. Awesome. Take two. Uh,
1: I think I just started out saying that I need to practice what Kevin was saying with the phone. Uh, so I definitely um everyone here can hold me accountable next time you see me ask me if i did that um (laughs) but for me one one thing that i've found to be a huge source of strength uh just a habit uh is community uh which you wouldn't typically think of as a habit um but it takes just as much intentionality because like rob was saying even when you're engaging with the word and journaling you're engaging in a relationship with god Mm -hmm. And you and you got to bring that same intentionality to all your relationships um and the cool thing with with how the lord has set me up here and the things i've engaged with uh is he's given me such a wellspring of community that i have the choice to engage with uh one of them is community groups and we have moved community groups to uh online over webex and honestly no joke our community group has never been closer through Mm -hmm. this time we just the uh the depth and the sincerity and even the vulnerability that's been coming out of our discussions and community group has been Mm life-giving um i i don't want to share other people's stories though but uh there's one person in particular i'm I'm thinking of that um, been able to experience real freedom and just able to share and get prayed over uh, in our community group. Uh, and then secondly, uh, the um, DNA groups, the, <laughs> the sort of secret groups that we have uh, here at Anthem where um, just uh, gender specific small groups of, uh, of people get together and, and just have more, even more intimate time uh, gathering. And uh, I've been able to do that with like four other guys. And again, just a huge source of strength and encouragement.
0: Um,
1: In a time where uh, human interaction has been pretty scarce, uh, it's been pretty awesome. And then just the spontaneous, like uh, calling people up or or setting up Zoom calls with with friends um, through this time has been so encouraging. Mm -hmm. Um, even if it's not even like as, uh, um, agenda driven, uh, as like a community group or or a DNA, uh, group Mm -hmm. where you're going through the word and praying together, just the spontaneous, like hearing how people are doing, getting to pray for each other, um, laugh, play, uh, you know, fun games together online. Um, those have been such a source of strength. Um, and, and I, I, bring this up specifically cause I feel like my generation is the most, uh, uh, to be, I don't know, blamed for this, but we tend to, for those who've been sort of just church hoppers, uh, I'm sure this has been a very difficult time now that, uh, COVID has happened and, um, community has become even harder to engage in. Um, mm-hmm. And I have many friends that would consider themselves not engaged in a community. And, and I hear some of the struggles that they're having. And sometimes the struggles that they are having can be just as simple as they are just lacking truly engaging in a, in a body. Uh, and, and, I, and I feel for them because I, I realize that there's such a strength there uh, that they're missing out on. Um, and if that's you like if you're hearing this like it's not too late to engage in a community um, even though we've moved online uh, there there is uh, plenty of opportunity to do that Um, and and people are still meeting over over zoom and or over webex Um, and maybe there's even community where you're at that you haven't even maybe recognized as community that you can be engaging in uh, like Nicole with her roommate, uh, that can be a huge source of strength because um, God wants to use people and work through people. So, yeah, it's good. Cool. Um.
2: Uh, let's see. Practical practical disciplines. I, I lost track of the question. Sorry. I had to zoom back. I was so engaged with what you were saying, Austin, that I just oh, okay. <laughs> was swimming in your wisdom. Um, uh, practical takeaway. Well, what comes to mind um, is uh, two things. Um, one is kind of this experience, the fast and COVID has helped me like kind of step back, look at big picture, you know, and provide the space for that to then align my intentional actions with what the big picture is. Uh, like, so the big picture for us as believers is, you know, that. God is in control, and we are called to love God and love people. Okay, so how do I align my actions with that? Um, now that we have this, uh, this somebody was uh, referring to the COVID like thing, the global experience is the great pause. You know, mm. we have this great pause. What are we going to do with it? So, I've kind of had this uh, time to pan back. Look at uh, look at my life. Look at what I believe, and then try to um, align or choose actions that that go along with that. A scripture that has really encouraged me um, is Revelations one uh, verse fifteen. His voice was like the roar of many waters. Um, because I use the sound of water as soothing, like as like a like a white noise for sleeping but also the sound of many waters is overwhelming in its power. And mm-hmm. so it's like that verse to me speaks to God's sovereignty and God's intimacy with us, like that he is here to comfort. He is in charge. So uh, God is in charge. He wants us to love him and love people. So one practical thing uh, that I've been doing, uh, which I mentioned before is engage with quiet time every evening, consistently, regardless of, uh, like what my schedule is. Um, and that has been life-giving and very, uh, fruit bearing in that it has helped me to, um, just super love scripture. Um, another thing is, um, starting the morning and, or starting the morning and ending the day with, uh, something intentional for jesus so ending my day is quiet time starting my day is reciting either the lord's prayer or psalm 23 um and uh, and one more just random practical thing that was a a product of the fast was uh not using my phone as my bible uh because i got in the habit of it because my bible was this and so i (laughs) Uh stopped taking my Bible to church years hey, ago. Heck. Yeah. It's, it's two in one, you know, it's a, it's a, anyways, it was too much. And then my phone's so easy. And so I like, at the beginning was like, I'm not going to use my, the Bible on my phone. I'm going to keep it on my phone. Cause I, it's not bad to use, but I'm going to, when I'm home, especially use my actual Bible. But what was surprising to me for that was when I would be journaling and thinking of, oh, that reminds me of a verse. What verse is that? If I didn't know, I had to figure it out by looking through here (laughs) and (laughs) concordance in the back of many Bibles. I don't know if you remember those. Yeah, but this concordance, basically my advice is use a concordance because it was surprisingly uh, life-giving and it led me to be like, oh, this is a great scripture and I want to remember that. And then I started writing things. So this is actually item number four is to write uh, verses (laughs) – that stick out to you from your concordance on little note cards and then you can uh look back to them because often like i remembered verses that were impactful to me from the past that i just had had not thought about in a while and so i didn't want to forget about them again so that's why i bought note cards those are my those are my four or six things
0: i I love that you guys and i think (laughs) I think maybe one thing that I'm hoping everybody's picking up on and this is this is something that that again as, as Americans I think we just want, we want everything to happen like that. We want instant gratification. And I hope one of the things that you've heard from everybody is that growing in relationship with Jesus takes intentionality. Mm-hmm. It takes a willingness just as God didn't create robots uh, he created human beings who are in his image, who are, who are made similar to him and who have choice. And, and so you and I have choice as to whether or not we engage with Jesus in his discipleship, in our discipleship unto him. I, I, I love the reality that the scriptures that God's faithful to continue to do the work even when we're not, which is great. I love that. I love that he who began a good work in you will carry it on until completion, until the day of Christ. But there is this constant invitation from Jesus, from Paul, come, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Come, follow me, I will make you. That means come, follow me, and I will, I'm, I'm going to change you. But it, it requires some of your participation. You coming and, and being with me, spending time with me, repenting, changing, turning, and then beginning to do. And, and so all of this requires intentionality and requires some action and I think one of the key things that maybe we overlook that it's really simple it actually requires a little bit of planning um and I love I've used it before but John Wooden I love I'm a UCLA fan and he's one of the best coaches of all time uh he says failure to plan is planning to fail um and so some of you guys maybe like me you have like, some, like, journal-type things, like this, or, or, like, something on your iPad, or maybe you actually have a daily planner. Like, my dad, he's got, like, the Franklin Covey. Like, he just gets a new one every year. It's great. Um, but some of us really struggle planning out our days. Um, some of us really struggle planning out our weeks, planning out our years. We're like, oh, I'm just not a planner. Like, okay. Like, I, me either. Like, I get it. Like, I'm a spontaneous guy. Like, i i am but you know what i also am like it's it's like me saying like i'm tired of being fat like well oh are you okay so like but do you are you are you changing the way you eat are like you exercising anymore like no but i'm just tired of being fat like okay, well, I'm probably, whatever, I'm probably gonna stay overweight if I don't change anything. And the similar, same it's very true with our relationship with the Lord or our relationship with our friends or like, oh, we're doing Einstein's definition of insanity, right? We're doing the same thing over and over and over again and we're expecting a different result. And so what we're trying to talk through here is what does it look like for us to try and help shape habits patterns and rhythms in our lives where it's creating opportunity for for us to engage with god and god to c- continue to do the work of shaping us to not just be with him but to become like him and to do the very things that he did and i agree with our with our with our team right here like right now we're given this unique opportunity where things are different and i think some of what god's doing is not trying to like make things all like big and massive and gnarly and crazy. I think he's actually trying to like shrink things back to bring things back to the basics of how are we actually doing at loving God and loving neighbor? Well, what does loving God look like? Well, do you spend time with God? It's hard to love somebody you don't spend time with. Do we listen to him? So that would mean like, Okay, this is one of the primary ways in which he's spoken. Like if I don't listen to somebody, my my wife will never feel loved by me if I don't listen to the things that are coming out of her mouth. And there's some of these things that we've just made so many different excuses, or things have been so busy and so clouded, and it's like, whoa, 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 let's what if we just get back to basics a bit and slow down? And start asking the question that maybe we've been trying to avoid with all of the noise or all of the chaos or all the busyness. Say, how am I doing with loving God and loving neighbor? And even right now in the middle of COVID, we can start doing this. And it's something like so small, but like my, my, my daughter yesterday, we were talking with our neighbors across the driveway and, and they were talking about how much they like hearing our chickens in the morning. And so my daughter went back into the house and just was like, Can we give them some eggs? And so she put like a little thing of like five eggs together and handed them to our neighbor. And like that in and of itself was like this beautiful act of loving neighbor. And COVID and the situation that we're in, it's not that we don't do that stuff outside of it, but sometimes we don't create space to actually engage in that conversation or to be generous or whatever it might be. And I know it sounds silly and small, but we have the opportunity right now to relook and reshape our lives. And I want to make sure we don't waste this isolation, that we don't waste COVID. So with that, Um, I want to encourage you guys, not, um, hopefully this isn't discouraging. I hope this is encouraging. This is like, I am so excited for the church of God globally and here in Camarillo to press into the things that matter most. And sure, we can't meet like we did on Sundays normally, and that stinks. And I can't wait to hug you and sing with you. But guess what? That doesn't stop the church from being the church. If we look back in history, there's been two primary explosive moves of God, and one was in the first 300 years of the church. And guess what happened during the first 300 years of the church? It it was kind of like COVID back then, except way worse, because it was all crazy, hard persecution, and people could not be seen in public, really. It It was incredibly challenging. But within 300 years of the church's existence, 50% of the population had come to know Jesus. And it was illegal to be a follower of Jesus during that time. Like, that's insane. And then the next, like, largest move was, like, under uh, uh, the Chinese um, regime in the 20th century. And we saw hundreds of millions of people come to know Jesus nuts crazy when in a, again in a place where it was illegal and all that i'm saying is at the times when the church has been faced with trial and pe- trials persecution perilous times man, it's often been ripe opportunity for the gospel to move forward but if it's going to move forward it's going to be with us relinquishing control us pressing in on what matters most and being dedicated first and foremost as followers of Jesus to grow in our discipleship unto him. And nobody else can do that except for you and me. Do we want to grow? Do we want to, to participate with him and what he is on about right here, right now? Uh, So as we get ready to wrap up our time together, uh, I just want to open it up to any of you guys uh, one more time. If there's anything else that you'd like to share or um, comments on before we get ready to kind of tie things off for our podcast together,
1: I think I just want to add to what Kevin was saying with the fact that God is moving, like He is doing things. Uh, I've I've already shared a little bit, like God is definitely working in my community group uh, God is working in students. Uh, it's been an awesome, uh, (laughs) couple of weeks engaging with the students online. Um, and he's definitely working in my own personal life, um, revealing things and, and bringing things to light and, and bringing me back to the basics. Um, Mm -hmm. and, um, I want to share that joy with, you guys and um and I and I just want to encourage us that, that there is a, there is a real God that's in the midst of this and he is with you right now.
0: Awesome.
3: Yeah, I'll just tag on to that. I love that, Austin. Um nowadays I just feel like I'm constantly reminding people of how much he loves them. Mm-hmm. You know, he's our heavenly father and we can't even Comprehend how much he loves us. And I know sometimes in the midst of something like this pandemic, it's hard to believe or see that, but we know it's true. Mm -hmm. And that the most important part of our lives is always going to be our personal relationship with Jesus. He said, He is life, Mm -hmm. He is truth, He is the way. And I just want to encourage, I guess, everybody who's watching or listening, that this is a great time to really. Go even deeper in your relationship with him, and it it is worth it. He will bless you for that. Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm.
2: Awesome. I just encourage um, friends to uh, find one thing, one practice, or one thing you want to do and choose that. Like if it's buying an alarm clock or if it's uh, having a quiet time each day or whatever – whatever rhythm you want to instigate don't don't overwhelm yourself don't let overwhelm prevent you from making a change um just choose one thing and and yeah and god will bless it and he will meet you there and he is waiting for you already you know if there's a hundred steps between you and him he'll take 99 and you just have to take one
0: yeah love that cool that's so good And I think finally, if I could just challenge us as a church family um, to press into being those who contend in prayer. And um, as this pandemic is spread throughout all the globe, um, and I'm sure many of you are prayers and you pray in different ways, shapes, or form. Uh, but man, would we? I I just believe as followers of Jesus, there's part of us that are, are called to contend. And what I mean by that is, is praying for the kingdom of God to come, praying for the kingdom to break through here in Camarillo, globally for the church to be strengthened. Uh, I just I would love to see us as a church family grow our prayer muscles in that space. And I'm sure so many of you are already doing it. And um, and so. I think I pray and ask God for a lot of things, but there's something about, about contending for the spirit of God to move, to break through for that his kingdom to come and his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And so if you want to start a prayer group, man, throw up a, you know, you could do a a WebEx prayer group in the morning and have some people join you. You could do it by yourself. You can join our, our group on Sunday mornings at eight, but man, I would love it as we come through this time together that I would love it if one of the muscles that grew like crazy amongst our church was that of, of prayer. Uh, And if we want to see God continue to do an amazing work uh, it has always started with his people contending in prayer. So we want to invite all of us, including me uh, to join into that. And so. But really thankful for this time. Uh, I hope it's been beneficial to you. If, I just want you to know that every single one of us would love to get in touch with you if there's things that's going on in your life. If you would like to chat about something. Um, Rob is actually a, a counselor, and so if you have things that you want to walk through, uh, he would love to chat yeah right his his beautiful calm bald demeanor is just like
1: honestly like if i just heard rob's voice like lull me to sleep every night like that would just Mm -hmm. be the most peaceful thing it's very that's scary man Uh, (laughs) i mean not in a creepy way just (laughs) in a very fatherly Uh, way Oh,
0: oh man so but we thought we would uh we're gonna we're gonna actually I'm gonna add some resources available. Um, there's some stuff from Bridgetown that is just really helpful in trying to create a, a rule of life or kind of that idea of of planning your life out a little bit. What what do you want your day your your daily rhythms your weekly rhythms that type of thing? What do you want that to look like? And so we're gonna share some of those, uh, make them available to you. Uh, but finally, and we're gonna do this relatively quickly. Uh, we just want to pray over you over this podcast, and so uh, we're gonna make them uh, real short, uh, and Austin, you can start. And then I will, I will close us, but let's, let's go ahead and, and pray over our time together.
1: Father, thank you so much. Just for this opportunity, I am just blown away by, uh, both our ingenuity, but I, I truly believe it's inspired by you, uh, uh, helping us to find ways to stay connected, um, and uh, I'm just blessed to be a part of this and I'm so hopeful God you you put such real hope in my heart for uh, the community during this time and uh, Lord I just uh, I lift them up to you and I just know we are all in such good hands uh, when we're in your hands um, deliver us God from sickness from from death uh, and from the veil the shroud of, of anxiety and, and panic, Lord, uh, Mm -hmm. and usher us into your love, into your rest, into your peace uh, that you so willingly give um, when we look to you and we praise things in your name, Jesus. Mm
2: -hmm. God, thank you that um, you are with your people and that you are, um, omniscient and all-knowing, you knew we would be here in this uh, experience, um, and that, And thank you for your word. Thank you that you uh, that you already let us know uh, in this world we will have trouble, but take heart, for you have overcome the world. Amen. Um, so, God, would we would we truly, deeply in our bones, know and believe that as true?
3: Mm-hmm. Lord, I just wanna specifically lift up every person who's watching or listening right now and who will um, ask that you would use these podcasts to be a blessing and that they would encourage each person in their faith and their relationship with you and as we're going through such a crazy unknown time lord um, please be working in each of our hearts and our minds and Just drawing us closer to you, Lord. Please reveal more of yourself to each of us. Uh, Just help us to appreciate more how much you love us, uh, who you are, and that this is all within your control, Lord. And as I've been praying, I pray again now, Father, that you would just use what's going on in the world to let your kingdom come and let your will be done Mm -hmm. for your glory. Mm -hmm. Yes, Lord.
0: Oh, Jesus, we are so thankful for this opportunity. And um, would you open our eyes to see what you're on about? Um, Please continue to shape and grow your church to be what she's called to be. Lord, I ask that you would continue to just uh, raise up your people. Uh, I thank you for your word and how you use Uh, people who seem appropriate, and you use lots and lots and lots of people who seem like very inappropriate (laughs) choices, Uh, and that you are a God who is a redeemer, and that there is not anyone that is um, too far removed, or there isn't anybody who... whatever, doesn't have some sort of excuse that you can't use God. And so God, I pray right now that there would be just a, a redeeming of people and knowing that you have called them to not just be loved and known by you, um, but to be a conduit for your love mm-hmm. and of your truth to others. And so father, during this time, we just pray for um, a, 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 a strange but beautiful simplification mm-hmm. I love what Nicole said, that, that global pause. Would we take advantage of this pause, not to be stoked that we just have this cool stimulus check, but for us to slow down and say, God, what are you on about? Would you help me come back to the basics and intentionally engage in loving you and loving my neighbor? For we do ask and long for your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We love you, Lord. Thanks for this time. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, hey, you guys. Thank you so much for for joining us and for participating. Again, if there's thoughts that you have, please feel free to reach out to us. You can hit me up at Kevin at Anthem Church or Nicole.Raden at Anthem Church, Austin.Borders at Anthem Church, and rob.
3: Rob at Rob dot com.
0: Rob Rob brand. I yeah. like that. I That's want. Big. There we go. <laughs> one of those. Hey, oh. well, God bless you guys. <laughs> Thanks for participating and being a part of this with us. We love you guys, and we'll talk to you soon.